Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, My name is Erin. I am a former CrossFit affiliate owner, um, a wife and a mom, and uh, just overall health enthusiast. Um, It has been a long time since I have recorded a podcast. There has been a lot that has happened in our lives in the last six months and everything um kind of took a back seat so I really now that things have kind of settled down I really want to take the time to jump back into this um and today I kind of wanted to take the time to talk about um fears and failures and I'm going to kind of jump into that with just really what's been going on in our lives and kind of what put everything on hold and everything that was going on with that. So um, some of you do know, some of you don't, but I used to own a CrossFit affiliate. Um, It was called CrossFit 9110. And in February of this year, um, I had to close it. I had to close its doors. And that was honestly one of the hardest, scariest things I've ever done. Um in my life for so many reasons. Um, So I'll back up a little more and I'll kind of give some background as to why. Um, And then we'll kind of talk about, you know, kind of how we can move forward using our fears and our failures to kind of boost us in the right direction. Boost, I say us because I'm talking to myself too, Um, but boost us in the right direction and, and how to move forward and go on from there. But back in August of 2019, um, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, which totally came as a shock to all of us because nobody in our family has a history of it. Um, There's no, like, yeah, no one has a history of it. And, you know, we just, we were hoping it was something else and it came back as, it was breast cancer and it was in her lymph nodes and she was going to have to start chemo and she was going to have surgery and radiation and, you know, all the big, terrifying, scary words. So in September, uh, she started chemo and um, my parents were my babysitters, my nannies, um, while I worked at the gym and I am incredibly blessed and grateful that we live where they live, that they had the time to do that and that they wanted to and were willing to. Um, But that was just kind of the agreement that we had worked out when I had my son was that for four to six hours a day, they were going to watch him um, and I was going to work at the gym. And so when she started chemo in September, um, I essentially lost my babysitter. Oh, babysitters, because, you know, my father had to take care of her. And, um, husband and I, we couldn't afford daycare or childcare. And honestly, for us personally, we didn't want our son in daycare. Um, there's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, but even if we could have afforded it, it wasn't really something we wanted to do because we wanted to spend, um, his early years with him. And, you know, it's, it's one thing if he's with family, um, you know, spending time with grandma and grandpa, um, but we didn't really want strangers raising our son. So, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Um, but aside from that personal reasoning, we just, we really just couldn't afford it. We actually really looked into it just to try and help out. So I started trying to take, uh, our son, he was, um, let's see. He, let's see. He was, he was a little over a year. Let's put it that way. I can't math right now. Um, so I started taking him with me to work, which it worked for a little while. Um, but if anybody knows you have a 15 month old, um, they don't sit still very well. Um, they don't, they don't sit still well and a gym is not a great place to have a 15 month old running around. Um, you know, I would get through one class where he would maybe sit in the stroller, um, then I'd have to come home and it was nap time, but he was all wound up. So we'd try and do nap time, and then I'd have to go and teach another class. Um, or if he wouldn't sleep, then he'd be really tired during that other class. And like, I'm sure people didn't notice it, but it was at home was miserable for us because his schedule was so thrown off. I mean, he was on like a, and just, he said it himself, but he was on like a clockwork schedule um, with my parents. And so changing that up and, you know, in the house, out of the house, in the house, out of the house, because... Um, it was too long of a gap to just hang out at the gym, um, but it wasn't so long that he got to kind of relax and just do his thing at home and then go back. Um, so it really threw him off. So I think in November I had decided that I just wasn't going to coach unless it was in the evening uh, when my husband could watch him at home. But with my husband's job, um, he is on call and you know, if he got called out, then, you know, I would have to leave immediately. And it was just, it was just a mess. And so, you know, I had decided, like, I just, I can't coach anymore because it's not benefiting my family. And I didn't feel like it was benefiting the members because, you know, I was either coaching with a child on my hip, so I couldn't demonstrate anything, or he was screaming if I tried to set him in a pack and play or, you know, lock him in the kids area. Um, or, you know, he was running around and it was really unsafe. And, you know, people don't go to gym to pay for that. Um, and, you know, our members are very gracious and very kind and nobody ever said anything. But um, I, I know, I mean, if I was paying for something, I wouldn't want that every single day. So when I stopped coaching um, and just took an administrative role, that really hurt the gym. It did some damage to the gym because I'm the owner. Um, I'm the face of the gym and I really needed to be there. Um, and I just, I wasn't. And we found out, um, February that our owner had decided to raise our rent, um, by like $500 and we just didn't have it. Um, I know that it might not sound like very much to a lot of people, but we try not to char we tried not to charge too much for our gym memberships to begin with. Um, so on top of me not being there and losing gym members and having to change the schedule, and there's so much that went into it that I mean that could be an entire podcast. But the point is, um, I had to make the ultimate decision for our family first and foremost, and for the gym members because it wasn't fair to them, and because we couldn't afford it to close. To close the gym. Um, and man, you want to talk about fears and failures 
all wrapped into one, like, that was the big kahuna. Like, that was the, you know, the ultimate burrito. Um, I had the gym for almost seven years. And that is a really long time of your life. It's it's not forever, um, but it's a good portion of it. And my entire identity, who I was, all of it was just wrapped into that gym. It was wrapped into the place, the people, the job. And so deciding to let go of it and take a step back, that, that was terrifying. And on top of it, I mean, man, I just felt like an overall complete failure. I felt like a failure as a business owner. It felt like a failure as a coach, um, any kind of mentor or, um, you know, ins- you know, inspiration to anyone. Um, I felt like I had failed everybody. I felt like I failed myself, my husband, my son, my family, our gym members who were basically family um, because I couldn't keep the doors open. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I just, it was, it was literally impossible. And with that came a long period of like incredible self-doubt and wondering what was going on. And, and guys, man, there was so much going on in the background too. Like our mom like, she got super sick in, like, November as well, in December, and was hospitalized. Like, we were scared that she might pass away. Um, so on top of trying to trying to deal with all of that and figure everything out and pour into it, you know, I was worried about, is my mom going to live? Is she going to die? What's going to happen? You know, taking care of a family, trying to keep a business afloat. And... Like I said, it just, it all kind of came to a head in February and it was like, enough is enough. Like, I need to pay attention to family, be there for them, care for them, and, and, and do what's best. And first of all, side note, (laughs) my mom is actually doing really well. Um, she's done with her chemo. She was out of the hospital. She had a partial mastectomy and is now breast cancer free. Woohoo! She will start radiation soon. There's still a couple other issues and hiccups that might be going on, but we are working through that, but she's doing really well. Um, But that being said, there's a really long story, really long background to take a minute to talk about fears and failures and and how to move forward. So with all that being said, like I said, I, I spent a long time just questioning myself, like, am I a good coach? Am I a good... um, inspiration to people? Um, Do I know what I'm talking about? Do I know what I'm doing? Like, have I wasted seven years of my life? Like, maybe maybe I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to fitness, or maybe I'm a terrible coach, and that's why I'm not successful. And I took the gym closing as this massive failure. As you have failed in every area, you're not Like, you're not worth anything. You're no good. If you were any good at any of it, it would still be open. It would be thriving. You'd be making all this money. You'd be helping out your family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. On and on and on goes the list, right? The negative self-talk just built and built and built. And I had so many people tell me, like, do not take it as a failure. You did so good. Like, we love you. 
everyone was completely encouraging. There was, I mean, those feelings and thoughts didn't come from anybody but myself. But I remember there was one day that I just sat down and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do my food blog anymore. I'm not going to podcast. I'm not even going to post about fitness. And I really just felt like quitting. And I took a break from social media for like five weeks. Um, I didn't want anything to do with it. And I just kind of stopped and, you know, I thought to myself, what, what do you love? And like, I genuinely love health and fitness and I've poured my life into it. And I thought, you know what, maybe it just was life circumstances. Maybe it had nothing to do with you failing. And even if you did fail, because I guess you could look at it as the definition of failure, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit here and and wallow and throw a pity party essentially for yourself and talk about how you're not any good and you're never going to be any good? Are you going to look at it as a learning experience? Are you going to take those fears from failing and the fears of the future and just fester on them? Or are you going to stop and look and say, all right, well, I learned how to not run a business or I learned how to manage my money better. I learned how to manage work and family better. Like when you fail at something, are you going to sit in misery and wallow in it and not move forward in any direction? Or are you going to take the time to stop and sit down and say, okay, you know what? Maybe I did fail, but what did I learn from this failure? And how can I apply it to the future? Because there's nothing wrong with failing, honestly. Like, you, most of the time you don't learn anything unless you do fail. Like, you don't learn how to be better, right? Like, if, you know, for those of us that are lifters, if we fail a lift, we're like, ooh, I was on my toes, or ooh, like, I need to be tighter in my core, or quicker under the bar, um, and you learn from failing that lift, and then you take what you learned from that failure, you apply it, and then you hit the lift. So, is that what you're going to do with situations in life? Or are you just going to sit and be like, well, I failed, I'm done. And I know like you see these inspirational quotes that are like, you know, you quit right before your success or that kind of a thing. Or you see the pictures where like someone's digging and like they quit right before they got to the diamonds. I don't know. I saw those on Instagram all the time. Um, but it's super true, right? Like this, you know, I came to a point where I was like, this is not the end. This is just the beginning. And I've been taking time to dream again and to step back and to just enjoy the season of life that I'm in, like loving on my family, being with my son my parents, my husband, but I just wanted to take the time, A, to share that with you, and B, to say it's okay to to feel like failure. It's okay to be upset, but once you acknowledge that and you feel it and you're like, this hurts and I don't like it and and it sucks, are you going to turn it around and like reconceptualize it? Are you going to turn it into something new? Are you going to 
sit down and be like, okay, like, okay, for example, say you're overweight and you're depressed or whatever. Are you going to look at that and just every day be like, I hate myself. I didn't make it to the gym today. I'm not any good. I can't do this. Like it hurts. I hate the way I look. I hate being around my friends that are fit, blah, 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 blah. Or are you going to sit down and be like, okay, this hurts. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel, but I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to see that maybe I can't go eat out with my friends because they always get dessert and I'm trying to eat healthy. So how about I invite them over to dinner and I'll cook for them and we'll eat together, right? So that's reconceptualizing maybe an issue to help you get on the fast track. And I know that's a small thing, but it's so, it's so true and it's so imperative and important that, yes, it's scary. Failure is scary, but it's going to happen. And sometimes on big levels, sometimes on little levels. But what are you going to do with that? Are you going to let the fear of failure hold you back? Or are you going to jump in Embrace those fears, and if you fail, or when you fail, take those feelings, accept them, and then reconceptualize them into something new. And that's something huge that I'm learning, like just on the side, side note from um, Dr. Leaf. She's um, she's an amazing woman. She's um, a neuroscientist, and she's the author of the Switch app, Switch on Your Brain Anyway, that's amazing. You should, you should check that out on a side note. But it's so true. So I am taking these failures and the fears and the hardships that I have and the, the thoughts and ideas of, you know, nobody will ever want to listen to me. I'm not any good at what, I'm, at what I do or I, I don't inspire people, etc. And I'm going to say, you know what? I do know what I'm doing. I've spent time researching and teaching and coaching and this has been my life and I'm I'm gonna do it so this is like me letting you guys know you can keep me accountable but I am posting on my food blog and I am going to do my podcast and I'm gonna try and do them weekly but like I'm stepping into my fears from my failure reconceptualizing reconceptualizing it and saying like I want to help other people that's the whole point I got into this so I'm being real with you guys in the fact that I am scared and there are times where I do feel like a failure and like I have no business inspiring people or saying this is what you should do and this is how you should do it. But I am taking the time to speak some life into myself and and just saying like I, I do love it and I don't have all the answers and I'm not perfect and everything I suggest or talk about, it might not work for everybody. But I'm just going to share life with you. Like from this point on, I'm going to share what works for me, my hardships, my successes, and maybe it'll work for you. But know that like I'm here for you and I want to help you and I want you to grow and and learn and be a better person. So I really want to challenge you this week to look at your fears or maybe your fears are failure or maybe you've had failures or all of the above. Look at them, wrap them up, like feel them. You have to embrace it. Like it, it sucks. 
we want to put it in little boxes and not worry about it and I'm not going to feel it because that hurts and I don't like hurting, but you have to embrace it. You have to embrace it. Think about it. Talk to somebody if you need to. Reach out to people that you trust and you love. Talk to them about it. Reconceptualize it and move forward. So that's my challenge for you. And I'm super grateful that you guys listen. Um, Just know that you know, my goal with this podcast has always been to help you, to relate to you. If you just make one small change in your life for yourself, then that's a victory. And hopefully I will stay on track and I will talk to you guys next week. As always, you can leave questions. But thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.